people good evening welcome to another episode of my giants rush where we talk giants football 52 weeks of the year you turn us on we're here we know you love to hate us we keep coming back and we keep bringing you the best giants content that we can find a couple housekeeping things yeah got a great show uh we're waiting on ryan dunleavy from the post i got my boy chris i got my boy alex in the background just want to real quick touch on something that you guys have been asking me about, and that is the Chuck app. So Chuck app aggregates a lot of sports content all in one place. So if you're on a plane, a bus, a train, maybe you're uh, you know just sitting around the office and you're bouncing website to website to website for Giants content or any content for that matter, download the Chuck app. Super easy. And then right in there, it aggregates. You can scroll right through it. It's got stuff from all sorts of content creators all over the country and all your uh, different Giants, Panthers, um, Packers, doesn't matter. All that content is there for you. And by the way, there is a trivia game there called uh, Chuckle. I'm addicted to it. I play it every day. I challenge everybody to to play against me. Um, So check out the game Chuckle. I'm not a basketball guy, so any basketball question, I lose. But check it out. It's a daily sports trivia question. Download the Chuck app. Uh, they're part of our family, so and so are you. So we we'll hope you'll support those guys. Chuck app, play the Chuckle uh, sports trivia game. Let's get into it. There's a lot to talk about. I see Ryan hanging out in the background. He's probably like, when will this day ever end? Um, so let's let's bring on the guys. Here's Chris. What's up, Chris? Hey, Craig. Hey, everybody. Yo, man. We got a great show. Of course, you know, we got... Ryan, he's he's just popping in. I got Alex. Let's bring Alex in. Alex. What's up, guys? Hey, Alex. What a day, huh? Yeah, exactly. I don't think I've ever... I'm, I usually don't buy into a lot of this timing type of thing, but I will say at, at from 3.55 till 4 o'clock, I was hitting the old refresh a bunch of times. Yeah. <laughs> Nonstop, so, man. So, let, so let's bring in the man himself. He's a good friend of the show, Ryan Dunley from The Post. Um, if you're not following him, please follow him. Check out his stuff. He's always super kind to us. He's probably like had enough of Giants talk today, but we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna tweak him for a little bit more and he'll humor us. Let's bring Ryan in. Ryan. What's up, guys? Oh, uh, you tell me what's up. That is the question. Like the world's on fire, evidently. And, <laughs> and, and you're the only guy that actually knows what's happening. Uh, you say I appreciate that. Um, I get in trouble when I say that. So hey, anytime uh, you need someone to say it, just send them my way. I'll be like, yep, it's done. Leave. He's the guy. Uh, look, I was on top of the story for a long time, so I know what's gone on here. Um, 
where do you want me to start? You want me to start with today? Like after a couple, after a couple of silent weeks on both sides, the uh, Saquon and the Giants traded offers today. Let's, um, let, let me ask this one. Let's 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 start off with the 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 um the question that I think everybody really wants to know behind the scenes is: Did Saquon Barkley? We all know Saquon did not um come to a long term deal. So my question to you, Ryan, is: Did he really switch agents? Is it confirmed? Was that just hearsay? Was there was there movement there from one organization to the other? Yeah. So switch agents, not in the sense that Daniel Jones. And his agent parted ways. Uh, what do you want to say? Daniel fired them or CAA dropped Daniel, whichever. Uh, not in that way. What Saquon did was he already had two agencies. Uh, Rock Nation, Kim Meal, Miali uh, handled his contract. And Ed Berry at CAA handled his marketing. It's been that way since his rookie year. So what he did was in June, he brought in Ed Barry of CA, who he was familiar with and already worked with, and his Randall Cobbs agent, I think, is his biggest client. He brought in uh, Ed Barry to work with Kim, which is a bit unusual because these are competing major agencies yeah. working together. But he he needed something he felt like to jumpstart negotiations. So he had co-representation. He did not replace one with the other. He had co-agents. So would that lead you to believe that, you know, Rock Nation wasn't getting it done and they needed someone else to pump some life into this thing? Like, at the end of the day, are we looking at Rock Nation as kind of dropping the ball somewhere along the line? Uh, I mean, if you're looking at somebody to blame, I mean, that's the most obvious place to blame. But I don't know if it's a blameworthy situation, guys. Like, once he got franchise tagged, I don't know what agent was going to be able to get like a ton more than the franchise tag. If you're looking to blame the blame, like the rock nation, you know, I assume with Saquon's blessing, but I don't know, uh, placed a bet that on March 7th, the giants would not be able to work out a deal with Daniel Jones. They wow. would have to franchise tag Daniel Jones. Saquon Barkley would get to free agency and word is that at least six teams had expressed an interest. Can't tamper, can't tamper. Um, but at least six teams had let it be known that they would be interested in a free agent, Saquon Barkley. Wow. So now we saw what ended up becoming the free agent running backs were 11 million guaranteed and six and a half a year for Miles Sanders. Would Saquon have been looking at something similar to that in free agency? Well, that would have been a total disaster. That didn't happen. Uh, we'll never really know what those six teams, if they existed and what they wanted to pay Barkley, but that was their bet is we'll go to the open market. Team X will make him a big offer. We'll go back to the Giants and say, you got to match this. And then the Giants will have tagged Bart. I've tagged Jones and we'll get what we want out of it. And it didn't work. They got the deal done with Bark with Jones with five minutes to go. They tagged Saquon. And from that moment on, the Giants held all the cards. Interesting. Um, go ahead, Chris. Jump in. Yeah, yeah, Ryan. I mean, you reported that the Giants had had an offer on a table of 11 million, 22 million guaranteed, and they maybe were only a couple million apart, and that it, it, it didn't work thing, out. Yeah, how many years were they talking, Ryan? Was this just gonna be a one or two year deal? I don't know. So it was what essentially is a two-year deal, but in it was more than that. Whether it was three or four, I don't know. But 
with contracts, as you guys know, uh, really it's about guaranteed money. And the guaranteed money was in the first two years. So the third year, you could say the third year, third year of $18 million. And then all of a sudden it's a three year, $40 million contract. Well, you're never going to see that third year of $18 million. So all the guarantee, as I understand it, all the guaranteed money was in the first two years. And we're talking about a difference of maybe 22 versus 24 or 22 and a half versus 24 and a half. Um, They were very close at the end within $2 million, both APY and guaranteed and couldn't get it done. Yeah, Ryan, second part of that question is even though he hasn't signed the tag, the $10 million, I believe, still comes off the, off the cap, correct? Correct. The t- it has yep. since March. Yeah, that's so part of the cap co- number you see for the Giants. Yep. Since March, and part of the collective March. bargaining agreement is, you know, the Giants and, and Saquon could still negotiate, I believe, a one-year deal, nothing more. Is it a possibility because of that $10 million not being able to use with cap space – do you think they could go back to the table on a one-year deal? That way they can they could possibly convert a, a year's salary into a bonus and get some cap relief for this year? You're making my head explode. I had not heard <laughs> I, I have not heard that. I don't okay. know of that ever happening. I guess as you explain it to me there, that that makes sense, but I'm gonna you caught me flat-footed there. Okay. Right there. I, 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 was, I guess yeah. I guess if that's possible, that makes sense. I've never heard of it happening. I can't imagine that. Uh, can't imagine Saquon's looking to do them any favors cap wise. I can't imagine they're looking to. I can't imagine after this process that either one of them really wants to deal with the other right now. Yeah, the only reason why I said that maybe the carrot for Saquon is you give him a couple million and in uh, return, I think it, yeah, he would be happy with that. But I, 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 get I, some don't, I don't think we're headed. Okay. I don't think we're headed to any kind of career. Yeah, I think Agreed. the Giants truthfully, I think, are happy to have. A player of if Saquon's talent, uh, his character, his uh, popularity, uh, all that stuff. I think they're happy to have him for $10 million, to be honest with you. And that's why the negotiations really never picked up. The only thing that is a concern for them would be what's he, what shape is he going to be in or how injury resistant is he going to be if he shows up, you know, Monday of week one or really truly drags this out into regular season. Go, go ahead, Alex. Jump in. That was kind of going to actually remind me, like, how how long do you think this goes on before he signs the tender and reports? Like, do you think this is before week one, or is this training camp gets going, maybe your your second, third week of training camp when you sign this? So uh, I don't think he'll be at any what we actually call training camp. So, like, where the practices are physical, where the fans can actually go. And then right. at some point, some point, training camp ends, and it becomes, quote, unquote, preseason. So the rules are a little different, even though it's before the regular, not everything before week one is training camp. So he, de- I definitely don't think you'll see him at training camp. Uh, could Whether he's there, I don't know, what's week one, guys? You know, is it September 10th? Yeah. Uh, so September 10, whether yeah. he shows up September 5th or October or August 29th, I don't know. I don't know if it really matters. Um I don't think you'll see him for any of training camp. And I'll be honest, I tweeted this earlier, guys, and if hopefully your show and if you guys could help me spread the word so it's not misinterpreted as so many things are on Twitter. This is what I tweeted, and then this is what I meant. After I really thought today, when I woke up today, there is no way that Saquon Barkley, he cares too much about winning, too much about his teammates, and too much about his legacy, which is tied to stats, to give up a year of playing, right? You give up all year of playing. He's already missed enough time with injuries. Like he wants yeah. to be in the ring of honor. 
He wants to be a Hall of Famer. He's got he's got work to do to catch up to that pace. So, like, I didn't think there was any way he would miss games. I said, see you September, Monday, week one. After about a dozen conversations today, I'm not so sure of that. And that's not me saying, which has been misinterpreted, that he doesn't care about those three things I just said. Yes, he still cares about his teammates winning and his legacy. That's not me saying I learned he doesn't care about those things. He still cares about those things. I just learned that he is so frustrated that he might actually consider sitting out games. Well, well, let's parlay that into a question I have, Ryan. I'm glad you clarified that because I have been fortunate to speak to a handful of players over the last, what, however long I've been doing this podcast, right? Over 10 years, let's say, I we've been podcasting. Out of the 10 years I've been doing this with NY Giants Rush, I had a podcast for probably six, right? Five. And I've talked to, I don't know, two, probably a dozen players that, for whatever reason, didn't get a contract that they wanted. Um, they left because it was a low ball offer or they were let go and every single one of them, whether it was Reese, Gettleman, or, or recently, believe it or not, or Shane, okay, because I've talked to some recent players too that have left, right? Every single one of them hates the GM that doesn't give them what they think they deserve. Of course. So yeah. my question now. Look at Landon Collins, yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So my point or my question to you is like, how bad is this damaged? Because I feel now this black cloud is every time he doesn't get a fourth down, it's maybe he wasn't running that hard. He wasn't giving his all. Or if he goes out of bounds and doesn't drop a shoulder, it's that's because he didn't get the money he wanted. So whether it happens or it doesn't, it's still going to be there, right? It's going to be, he could have gave more. And the player already to your point is, He's thinking maybe I sit out because this guy's an ass, right? Because he doesn't like the guy he's now working for. Like, where do the Giants go from here? How does this get? How does this black cloud go away, or does it? I don't know if it does. I it's the beginning of the end for Saquon with the Giants. I think mm-hmm. that it's a, it's a, it's a shame because he has spoke. He has spoken about being in the Ring of Honor. Want you could see he was going to take the path after retirement of like O'Hara and Deal and Toomer, like working for the franchise in like some sort of communication media role to break in, like uh, you know, uh, you know, working on Giants.com or whatever. You could see it; it was so clear as day. And uh, you have to wonder. I mean, there are very, very few examples of a player who gets tagged once, let alone twice. And then ends up like, you know, getting into a contract that he wants or finishing. I was looking at, I think, uh, Eric Berry, the the former Chiefs uh, safety safety is a good example. He played like seven years. He had like overcome cancer. He was a super like popular chief player before this era of greatness that they're in now. Um, And he played on one franchise tag, held out, played on it then was going to get tagged again and said, no, I'm not playing on the second franchise tag. Got like a six-year, $78 million contract extension and then played three games on that six-year contract before he retired and got hurt. So like that's the very rare example. Maybe you could say there's a parallel there of like the Chiefs loved Barry. Like I talked to somebody today, an executive of another team. He's like, I do not understand this. 
He only wants to be in New York. They value him more than anybody around the league. They drafted him. Mm-hmm. They knew the short shelf like life on running backs and still okayed it. And if you could say, well, that was Gettleman. No, that was Mara's still there. Kevin Abrams is still yeah, there. Fish. Tim McDonald's still there. Um, Tish. There's a lot of – I'm sorry? Tish, the owner, Tish. Tish. Yeah, Tish is still there. There are a lot of people involved in that decision who are still there. So, like, they knew the short self life, and they signed off on him. So they love him as much as anybody in the league is going to love him. He loves them, and they still couldn't do it. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm, and I draw on a blank, like I said, because – This isn't like a – I'm going to force a trade request if you don't. He doesn't want to be traded. They don't right. want to trade. We're going to rescind the tag and sign Dalvin Cook. They don't want Dalvin Cook. They think they have a better running back than Dalvin Cook. Where does the team go from here? Let's put all the emotions aside because I, I was going to ask you, is it really business, right? Because at this point, it feels personal, doesn't it, guys? Like it's 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 going to be personal for Saquon. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I think to Saquon it feels personal. I yeah. feel like I it's, it's like Joe Shane's looking at the running back market right now. He's looking at like the like where that market sits and like what they were offering him was not that far off of it. Yeah, I think Shane drew drew uh, uh, drew a hard line in the sand and, and he wasn't about to go over that even if it was one or two million. Ryan, if if you could look, yeah, good. Hold on, let me jump in there. I, I will say like Joe Shane, his job is to do business, right? So like I get it. Saquon feels personally hurt. I don't know this. This is Ryan Dunleavy speaking, not sourced or anything. I think if you ask him, he's probably most hurt by ownership. I think those are the people, like Joe Shane's job is to do business. The ownership is the people who would say, well, we got it. I mean, this guy, all the losing we did, he said the right things. He's our most popular jersey. He's a man of the year candidate. That meant he's... To use my former colleague Ian O'Connor's line, he's a giant from central casting. So, like, uh, that I think is probably, like, uh, when Daniel Jones was coming down to the wire on his deadline deal, Jones called Mara or Mara called Jones, I don't know, but they talked on the day of Daniel Jones' deadline. What's this going to take to get done? I don't know if that happened today with Saquon and ownership, but I would think, when you say sentiment, it's personal. I would think, yes, it's personal for, for Saquon, Joe Shane, it's probably more business than personal. And I would think ownership falls in there somewhere. Cause John Mara gets a lot of, I don't know, flack for meddling. That's not meddling. Like meddling is putting your nose where it doesn't belong. If you can help the franchise, uh, like, like, uh, did, uh, house, did, uh, house Steinbrenner meddle when he got, the jo- jo- the contract done for Aaron Judge? No, he did something for the betterment of the franchise. Yeah, and it is his franchise, right. by the way. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. All right, Alex, I got a question for you. So, Ryan, Alex is in Texas, right? And, you know, big Giants fan from Texas. Alex, what was the fallout with Emmett Smith, right? Because here we're, like, looking at same type of thing, a franchise running back that's no longer the franchise running back. What's, like, the... Because Ryan tomorrow is going to have a storm to write about. And then the next right. day he's going to have a storm to write about, you know, like what was, what was it like when, with, with the whole Dallas thing? 
to ta- kind of take the air out of all that, I did not live here when Emmett Smith was uh was like not, uh, done uh, as a as sorry. a cowboy. But sorry, Ezekiel. sorry, sorry. I, my brain is old and bit battered. Not Emmett Smith. Zeke. Ezekiel. Oh Zeke. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. No Zeke. Sorry, it was like of, I, I think people kind of were done with Zeke. Like it is. We're, it's a weird spot where, like, I see what all the what, the what all the guys that are tweeting out. I saw I saw what Eckler and all of them were tweeting out today. Where it's like, I agree with you being like, our our positions kind of getting devalued with you guys doing all this. But I think a lot of Cowboys fans and there there's so many of them around us. We're like, we're just kind of like ready for that to go. And like they like them knowing like, okay, well, like so many of them thought Pollard was already a better option. That's the difference with the Giants. We don't really have a better like Gary Brightwell is like our next best option. You can't really argue that like, oh yeah, he's a better guy than Saquon. Would have been a burrito might be better than Saquon. So it's like the the Cowboys, it's a little bit different where they already kind of like they're locked and loaded. They even franchised that guy, and he also didn't get a deal today either. But like they they we don't have a next man up kind of thing. So I think the Cowboys were in a in a much better spot being like, let's let Zeke go. Well, there's this is, see, this is that's over. The thing. That's the thing I people I've been trying to get across to people, and you just can't have this argument with people. I had it on the fan last night, like. The Giants are a very unique situation, right? Because you you mentioned the Cowboys have Tony Pollard. Well, let's they also have CD Lamb, right? They also have another like explosive weapon. Yep. The, right. the, the Vikings cut Dalvin Cook. Okay, I'll just you know I'll throw the ball to Justin Jefferson. The yeah. the you don't Josh Jacobs doesn't want to show up. I have Devontae Adams. Like you know, like the Giants don't have that. They don't. Not only do they not have a running back. He is still five years later their best offensive player. Somebody's gonna say Darren Waller. Well, so what Saquon's injuries are a knock, but Darren Waller's injuries are not a knock. No, they're they weren't on our team. They weren't on our team, they don't count. Yeah, <laughs> so they don't count. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, like, no, he's still their best offensive player. Well, then the argument is like, well, because of past mistakes, you shouldn't pay for the mistakes. Okay, anybody who says well, Saquon was the number two pick. We paid him already. Why should we double down on that mistake with the second contract? Okay. But if you don't sign him, he doesn't show up, he's unhappy, whatever, are you okay? You're the fan who says that. Are you okay with going from 10 wins last year in a playoff berth back to six or seven wins because your best player is injured or absent or unhappy or whatever it is? Are you Or, or you're going to let him walk? You're going to rescind the tag? Whatever you want to do. Are you okay with go? We don't want a running back to be our best player anymore. It's time to move forward. As long as you're okay with what comes with that, going back to not making the playoffs, that's fine. That's fine. I just don't don't say we shouldn't sign Saquon now and then in December complain that you're six and ten. Yeah, that there's a lot to that, Chris, because yeah. you know, um, if you watch the top hundred players every year, Ryan, every year. Those guys are saying when when Barkley's name comes up, they're like, "We prepare for Saquon and then the Giants." They don't. They're not out there saying, "I'm preparing for Richie James." You know, at the time last yeah. year, of course, like like they prepare for Saquon, and it's not anyone's fault that Barkley's their best player. That was the bed that they made, you know, when they drafted him. And there are scenarios like uh, like Henry is the best player on their team, right? I guess you can make an argument about Eckler, right? That Alex just brought up. Like, like there are franchises Eckler, where the running yes. back is going to be the best guy. It just, it's, it's, it's the, it's not the norm, but it is what it is. We're one of those teams. If you don't people, have them, what do you have? And then people make the argument, well, you're not going to win a Super Bowl with your running back, your best player. That hasn't happened since like the Emmett Smith days of 1993. You're right. 
I agree. I'm going to give that to you. You're not going to win a Super Bowl. But you know who's going to win a Super Bowl? Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, and Joe Burrow. And it really doesn't matter who their running back is. But you don't have that guy. So, like, it, like the Super Bowl argument to me is so silly because, like, yeah, you're not going to win a Super Bowl until you have a great quarterback. And then if you have Joe Burrow, then you're going to win a Super Bowl, whether you have Saquon Barkley or Matt Breida. It probably doesn't matter. But you don't have that guy. So in the meantime, do you want to be one of the eight best teams in the NFL or do you want to be one of the – you want to be one of the eight worst teams in the NFL. And, and right. to your original point, Ryan, is those three guys that you just named. Well, one, I mean, Brady's, you know, the GOAT, right? He's unique in, in all aspects. But those other guys are all thrown to number one receivers. That would be the number one receiver on 32 teams, yes. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, like, you know, again, Kansas City a little bit different because it's Kelsey, Right. And the guy literally is a thousand yards for seven straight years at the tight end position. But like, we're just not that team. I Barkley and Jones go together and make what we have work. It's, it's interesting because everyone wants us to have a mold. We want to be this or that. We're not either. We're not Correct. this. And that's, and we're what not so, that. that's what was so great about, so enjoyable about the Giants. I imagine from a stand fan standpoint, certainly from a media coverage, what was so enjoyable about the Giants last year was that they were different than everybody else. And they were different from themselves from week to week. Like yep. what, one week we're going to pound ground and pound. The next week we're going to throw it. One week we're going to go no huddle. Then the, what was the week they had like three tight ends on every play? Like yep. they ran like 43 tight end sets. Like they're, every week, they were, and it was such great coaching to like put the guys in the right spots to win and all that. They were so different than everybody else. And now everybody wants them to just be everybody else. Chris, right. yeah. Chris, didn't we say that last year, Chris? We were like, one yeah. week Bellinger was the hero. One week it was Richie yeah. James was the hero. One week it was Hodgins was, was, it was the, the game plan. Yeah, right. Yeah, we're not yeah. this or that. And I think that's okay. Yeah. Ryan, you're so locked in with the Giants and with Saquon. If you could look in your crystal ball, he reluctantly signs the tag at some point. And he knows the tag may be coming next year again. He plays the season out. Should Giant fans be concerned that if the Giants were to make the playoffs, he pulls the plug and doesn't play playoff? Games? No chance. No chance. Okay, that's good. I, All right. I, I, I said that confidently. We like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, that there's what? There's a thought Lamar Jackson did that last year, right? Like, uh, I don't think Lamar – I mean, I mean, I guess some guys in the NBA maybe do that. But yeah, it's different. No football, play, no football player I've been around. I I don't believe Lamar did it. I can't believe Saquon did, would do it. I I spent too much time around high level athletes to think any of them are yeah. that. I, I only say that Ryan for the fact that if Barkley wanted out and does not want that tag next year, does that force a trade after the season? And that's my thinking that he would pull. Something. He doesn't want to be traded. Right. He want to be well, before yeah. today he didn't. I don't. Maybe that changes now. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, Chris, I there's, there's, I Chris yeah. there's no way that that cat is playing on a tag next year. There's no way That's he's gonna. Have to, he's concern. gonna go 18 weeks of being pissed off about how he's. He wanted to be a top five back. He just wanted to say, "I've done everything I can for you guys and said all the right things." There was a clip today on Twitter. That played over and over. How many times Saquon Barkley says, I want to be a giant for life. I want to be a giant for life. I want to be a giant for Somebody life. Somebody send that to me. Yes. If I, I I will I will find it and I will uh I will send it to you. 
Um, so here we are with this guy. Jimmy Johnson also was like, like, like he wasn't leaving and he left too. Like that's, that's, that's such like a overdone thing. Like you can say it, it's one thing. I just, I just, I feel like, like Saquon's going to go with where the money's going right now. And like, obviously well, this is, because this they is pay him, right? that apart. Because Alex, they didn't pay him. So like all of a sudden, the, you know, the wedding is off. Right. Right. And now it's like, I'm not paying on a tag next year. I'm not playing well, on a tag. Again, what's he going to do next year though? Like, there's a boy assistant. What's this? Horse. What's he gonna? I don't know, man. Like Chris, I, I, you know, I, I see him forcing is, trade. The next step is he could say, "I demand a trade," but like that doesn't always happen, right? Like, uh, yeah, I'm trying. I know some. But if he I'm doesn't show up for playoff games, that wouldn't bode well with with the fan yeah. base and management. Correct. So, but I'm saying, be. like, even if he plays well or average or whatever, say he has like 11, 10, say he has a thousand yards in fourteen games. I'll even let him miss three games. Same a thousand yards and 40 games and like eight touchdowns. Like they're gonna tag him again. And there he could I guess the next step is he'll say, I demand a trade, and they'll say no, and he'll play next year. I mean, then what's he gonna do? He's gonna be 27. Right. He'll play next. I mean, they're not gonna be more likely to do a deal next year. So well, how about this? Alex mentioned that the Cowboys and the fans in the locker room were okay with Zeke going because they had Pollard Pollard, right? Ryan, where do the Giants go from here? The locker room can't be happy. Gary Brightwell's happy. (laughs) Aparita's stoked. So there's two things here, right? The locker room is not going to be happy because he is, if you spend a minute in the locker room, the most popular guy in the locker room. Yeah, he's the guy. He's It's his locker room, right? So, like, the locker room is not going to be happy, and they're going to say, huh, like, he did everything right. You know, once a giant, always a giant. Uh, how come he didn't get his deal? But the Giants can go right back to him and be like, well, we paid Daniel Jones and we paid Dexter Lawrence. And, you know, they're soon going to pay Andrew Thomas. So, like, they do have examples in Joe Shane's tenure where they can say, whoa, 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 whoa. We do take care of our own. Don't just mm-hmm. say to, don't just point to Saquon if you're not going to point to Dex. So I think it was certainly going to open some eyes in the locker room, but I don't think it will be like a total revolt like it would be if they hadn't paid anybody. Hmm. All right. Go ahead, Alex. You want to jump in? Well, I was just going to say, and out of those guys that did get paid, uh, like pretend that like Daniel Jones, obviously you could pick Saquon over Daniel Jones, but out of Thomas and out of Lawrence, you would rather those guys get signed long-term probably than your running back, right? Even if it is Saquon Barkley. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, they're top elite players and they play more valuable positions, but I don't know why it has to be one or the other. Like, I think good teams draft good players and then sign them all, right? Like, I mean, I think yeah. that's what I in mean, a perfect yeah. world. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, you yeah. get priced yeah. out. So those Seahawks teams are kind of getting priced out at the end of the, that Legion of boom era where it's just like, you you like realistically, you can't afford everybody. If you're given contracts like that out to every single guy, but the Eagles, right. They did sign yeah. most the Eagles signed most of their guys, right? Like uh, it caught up to them this year, but in years past they had, Draft sign, you know, Fletcher Cox been there forever. Right. Lane, jo- Lane Johnson point. been there forever. Brandon Graham been there forever. Uh uh Isaac Siamalu had a couple contracts. Uh yeah, Kelsey. Kelsey been there forever. Like But did know, they he- sign Miles Sanders though? 
They did not let their running back go. You know what, though, Alex? But I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. The Super Bowl, and it wasn't Miles Sanders who got into the Super Bowl. Absolutely. No. no. Uh, Again, if you have – give me the Eagles offensive line and A.J. Brown, and I might tell you you don't need Saquon Barkley. Yeah. Again, give me the give me the Giants offensive line from 2008 to well, we had Bradshaw and we had Jacobs uh, and Jacobs and Derek Ward or whatever. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> but I mean, don't tell Brandon Jacobs I said this because I don't want to get my butt kicked. But like a lot of their uh, success was the five guys up front. The with oh, yeah. all due respect to the four guys not named Andrew Thomas, I'm taking the other four guys on that offensive line before I'm taking the any of the four guys on this offensive line. Yeah. And you yeah. do run into Same. that. Like you said, like Miles Sanders goes there. Remember two years ago. And they didn't just go with a bum. They traded for DeAndre. Smith, yeah. They have. Who was yeah. a second round pick. It's not like, Oh, let's just get a bum undrafted free. Yeah. Agent. Yeah. And, oh, and, 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 let's, traded and for a really good player. And let's not forget two years ago, you know, Hertz couldn't throw his way out of a paper bag. And then they bring in, who do they bring in? They bring in the best wide receiver on the market with A.J. Brown, you know, in that trade. And they draft Devonta Smith. They have two wide receivers better than the Giants. Yeah. So, like, that's the thing. We're we're definitely making up for some Gettleman mistakes and so forth. But but the team in the locker room and outside the locker room still needs Saquon Barkley. And they need him to be happy. And it's like you're running into this thing. Well, it's just business. It's kind of business, yes. But it's also some very personal things attached to that. You know, like the guy, lo- like Ryan said, he wants to be a giant forever, loves the franchise. And he thought, hey, Mara's going to take care of me. He's going to figure this out. We're, what are we squabbling over? Two million? Three million? Two. I mean, how much? Two. Look, look, at the yeah, end of the day. Yeah, that's pretty wild to me. Alex, at the end yeah, of the look, day. We, I got to be paid. fair here. The Giants yeah. did come up on their offer and Saquon did. So it's not like the Giants said, hey, this is it. They offered more than the franchise tag. I got to be fair here. They offered more than they had to baseline offer. Right, The first offer, right? Both no, no. offers. Like, uh, he's only guaranteed $10.1 million on the tag. Their first offer was 19 guaranteed, and their final offer was 22 and change guaranteed. Which so is they, which is the with the which, which was is two franchise the two year tag? Yeah, they essentially guaranteed him a second franchise tag, which he's not otherwise right. guaranteed. Um, and he came down a little, so it's not like neither side budged, but like I don't know if you're forty eight percent of the way there, and I'm forty eight percent of the way there, so we're four percent short. Why, why don't I just give another two and you give another? Yeah, two? right. Yeah, no, I agree. On that, for sure. I bought a house yeah. one time. I bought a house one time, and like. Me and the guy, I was the buyer and he was the seller and we couldn't figure out like the last $2,000. So the two realtors basically said like, we'll each take $1,000 off our commission just to get this deal done because you're not going to budge and I'm not going to budge. So we'll each, we're, and we're going to get nothing. So the realtors each basically gave up like $1,000 to get the deal done. Like, that's what you do. You're that close yeah. to making it happen. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That, yeah. That's that's the rub that drives me crazy because if you're in that locker room for more than a year, Alex, you're going like this. Did we not pay Kenny Galladay $72 million for one touchdown? How are we even remotely arguing over $2 million for Saquon Barkley? Like, it doesn't compute to me because it, they'll figure it out. It's $2 million. Make it up somewhere else. I don't care. But, like, you need a happy Saquon Barkley to have a two-year deal and 
at the money that, you know, pretty close to what he wanted, like 12-5, 13-5. And we just done with it and keep moving forward. Now you got this black cloud. What are you going to hear, Alex, for the next four weeks? I'm going to be the one asking it. I mean, <laughs> you're talking to the guy who's going to go every single day and say, what did you think of the Saquon bar? Not oh, what did you yeah. think? Of, what did you think of Saquon not getting a contract? Brian, why didn't have it? Hey, you guys only rushed for, you know, 30 yards in week one. Do you think if Saquon was here for training camp, that would have been him? How's the offensive line chemistry gone? How's me at Brieta look? Like every day mm. it's going to happen. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I'm cringing and laughing at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. And the Giants are going to complain like, with all due respect, I don't want to answer any more Saquon questions. Sorry. You're going to keep getting Yeah, you're stuck. And then you're, you're stuck going to keep not answering them, and it's going to get ugly. And it just all was so simply avoided on both sides. Now, Chris, maybe you need to call Mara with your idea because it has some validity to it. And as Ryan said, it's not something that's done in the NFL, but – you know, maybe you need to put that on, you know, put that out in tag. <laughs> yeah, according to the rules, you could still negotiate a one-year deal. So I don't know. I mean, they would have to work that out. Obviously, maybe convert some to a signing bonus and give them a little bit more and free up some cap space. Ryan, at that insight. But, yeah. no, but no, if you convert it to a signing bonus, a signing bonus is spread out. Now, as I think about okay. this. The point of a signing bonus is it's spread out over the length of a contract. So you couldn't do that. So okay. So it would really be the same thing. If it's a one-year contract, you're still same getting the whole signing. The whole point of a signing bonus is like you take $20 million in a four-year contract and it only counts for five Right. Years. So if you're only doing one year, it defeats the purpose. Got it. Right. Ryan, to change gears at that inside linebacker position, I know the Giants play a lot of big nickel. And Wait, they go they with have that. other positions besides running Yeah, guys? imagine Wait. that, right? <laughs> now we're going to hear about it, but this is in the rearview mirror. But I, I know the Giants go a lot with the single inside linebacker, and which will be Okereke. But now that the Barkley's behind us, and obviously we're going to have to eat that $10 million for this year right now, do you foresee them making a move because Davis went down? You're walking in with Beavers and McFadden at that other spot. Do you see a guy like a Miles Jack or a Deion Lewis, a Kawan Alexander? Anything happening there? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think probably as we get into next week, right, maybe right before camp, after they see the team on the field for a couple of days, they'll ha they'll certainly have a veteran workout. That's what they always do uh, after a couple of days of camp. Uh, you'll see inside linebackers. I don't know. The three guys you named are all uh, pretty notable names. The Giants tend to go to guys where I'm like, oh, okay, I, I think I might know that guy. Uh, I So I might expect somebody less than like a Quan Alexander or somebody, you know, somebody less a lesser player than that because who knows what he wants. It's probably still enough. Um, and those guys sometimes don't want to sign in the beginning of training camps. Sometimes those guys are like, you know what? Call me at the end of August when I don't have to yeah. go through a full team. And Ryan, on the Giants' point, after week one, they're not guaranteed that salary either as a right. vet. So yeah. they may wait after week one. Yes. And so, Chris, uh, by the way, there is a guy named Landon Collins out there. That, and it won't be him. And, and <laughs> you shut that down. Let me shut that down for you now. It won't be him. It won't. Yeah. Now, now out of curiosity, why is that so – not that I'm I'm uh, – I'm not lobbying for him. I'm just wondering why it's so definitive that you don't think he, it, did, he, he, it didn't work last year. It didn't yeah, work. Correct. Okay. He wasn't happy. They didn't weren't happy with his play at linebacker. He wasn't happy with how he was used. It it was uh like getting back with your ex. It's not it's not the first, it's not as good as the first time. So and, and being that you're a big movie guy, Ryan, it's like the second movie coming along. It's like number two. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. You right, know, right. You we'll know always have in, that pick six. You know me right. in movies. Yeah. I know. I know. Yeah. 
we, we've, we've had some good, there's been some good sequels out there. So let's not kill the sequel. Yeah. The joke is I don't know anything about movies. I am. Well, I know nothing about songs. I know nothing about movies. I eat nothing. I'm a very meat, potatoes, and football kind well, of Well, Ryan, you revealed that to us well, last year on the show. You told yeah. us that last year yeah. before. Yeah. yeah. And it really got out there. Yeah, that was yeah. that was funny. Yeah. Um well let's 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 that if we're if we're moving to like uh, the team, what's what's the um Ability to the Giants to give more carries to Brita and Brightwell out of the gate because they're already preparing. Like maybe they're like, you know what? If you get hurt, these other guys have no experience. Is there an opportunity where Kafka says, "Hey, we need," or whether it's Dable or Kafka, "Hey, we need to get more touches for Brita or Brightwell." Is that something that presents itself or no? I mean, I think you got. I think we're looking at a heavy dose of Eric Gray. Like, uh, I mean, you don't draft them. They yeah, drafted him. They drafted him knowing Saquon might not be long for the Giants. Uh, I think that became clear today. Uh, they they gave him uh, the running backs coach said they would didn't work him in slowly. They threw everything on his plate. They think he's a three down back. Uh, oh. I think out of courtesy, you're looking at Brieda and Brightwell and, you know, tipping the cap to veterans in the first couple of practices, but I think you'll get a, they'll want to know right away if Eric Gray is, you know, ready to be their uh, number one back. If Saquon's not there or number two back, if he is, has he measure up size wise? I know he's got enormous legs, but I can't say I really, can't. I, I, I mean, like when you look at him, I test, is it like Ahmad Bradshaw? Is he, is he, I big? can't, I honestly can't say I, uh, I uh, I didn't I wasn't at mini camp. I was on vacation. I was at two OTAs. He talked he talked to us one day, but I'd be lying to you if I said, look, put it this way. It wasn't like I was like, wow, that guy's short. But uh like uh I couldn't tell you if it was if he was five nine or five eleven or five seven, I couldn't tell you, but he wasn't five three. So yeah, 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 yeah. I mean you're right though. It's it it would make sense that get him acclimated fast out of the gate, right? To, to put some uh, responsibility on him to be ready. Yeah. That's what I think you're, that's what I think the idea is, is, uh, you know, I think we all know what Matt Brieta could do at this point. So he's best off in a, you know, caddy type role. So, okay. Then and that's not to belittle him. I mean, he was a starting running back in the league for three years. He hasn't been a starting running back in the league for three years. He had some big carries. I want to say he converted a huge fourth down in the playoff win against the Vikings, right? I think he had a big carry yes, in that yep, game. Yep, he did. Uh, yes. So he could do what he – he's just not a 15 to 20 touchback anymore. That's just not what he is. So then the bigger question then is the other big money guy is McKinney. Is that something that's going to be – because I already – I did a, excuse my French, but I did a shit ton of research on all these safeties getting paid. And I kind of struggling with, I know people don't like it when I say it, but I know everybody loves him. He's only had one good year. Correct. So how is this guy going to get paid? And he changed his agent last year to an agent that basically excels in cornerbacks and safeties, right? Yep. Mr. Safety. Yep. So how in the world do you pay this guy $15 million? Well, they're not going to pay him till next year. I mean, they're, they're just not going to pay him till next year. They, he has no chance. He would, 
as as I asked around the league to agents and whatnot, he'd be it would be silly of Xavier to do a contract this year because he wouldn't get what he's thinks he's worth because he hasn't played enough to get that. So any offer he was going to get would be below what he thinks is worth. So he has to play out the year, and if he plays well, then you're going to be in a similar situation because we dealt with this with Landon four years ago. It's going to be oh, safety is not a premium position. Can't pay him $15 million. Like, uh, you know, what team that pays the safety has a great defense? You need pass rushers. So, like, now you're not going to pay the safety who's, you know, a good a good player. Then why draft him? <laughs> I don't, yeah. I don't, like, but somebody said to me today, like, well, you know, the the Falcons are going to be in this situation in four years with uh, Bijan Robinson. Well, then they should have drafted him. Yeah, like, and that's four years from now. Yeah, like, no, I'm just saying, that's like, future them's problem. Yeah, no, it's not, saying, like, we're not going to worry about today. So if I'm like, let's just use Evan Neal as an example, right? He was the seventh pick. Bijan Robinson was the eighth pick, right? So, like, why would I draft Bijan Robinson if I'm going to let him go in five years? That's not a very good first round pick. The Giants are hoping that Evan Neal plays like 11 years. So why would I draft a player eighth overall that I only want five years from? I could draft a player eighth overall that I want 11 years from. So same thing with McKinney. Like if you're not going to pay me, if McKinney's going to be good, which we don't know if he is, he had one great year. If he's going to have two great years out of four and then you're not going to pay him, then why'd you pick him? Yeah, you know, you know what Ryan the thinking could be because of running back position. He's got he's got young legs, and I think yeah, well, running back compared to alignment, you use that get that mileage. Safety is like the running back of defense. People are like, Oh, you just pay corners, you don't need safeties. Right. Well, then don't pick them, don't pick safeties. Which we, run which out of bunch be- of Jason Pinnock seventh round picks. Right. And, and by the way, someone will come out and say what what, what Henry said today. What, what Alex, I think you were you were bringing it up a minute ago. All of a sudden we'll have a We'll have uh, uh, the best safety in the game say, "Just take safety out of the game if you're not going to pay him." <laughs> yeah. Right? So we'll be we'll be playing the game like flag out of the shotgun all the time with no running backs and nothing but corners yeah. on the field. Yeah, yeah. we're removing linebackers, corners, right? Yeah. We're removing linebackers and little by little. He's going to be a free agent, so you're going to go with like Flot and Aaron Robinson at corner and no Xavier McKinney. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's all it's like seven on seven basically. They'll just do that. Oh, uh, that's disrespectful. Sorry, Flot yeah. and Flot and uh, Deontay Banks, Flot and Banks, and no McKinney. Okay. Although next year that salary cap is going to take a big jump with the whole Amazon deal. I, I think looking at another fifty million possibly going up. Right. That they could be still don't want to pay the safety though. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. All that means Market is value. Another, all that well, means is the quarterback contracts are going to be like eighty-two million dollars. There you go. Right. <laughs> Just keep them under twenty percent of the of the total. That's that's the quarterback, right? So how about this? And I'll ask all of you guys this. Um, with it, either Barkley plays, you know he's not going to be happy. Does, this, does it affect the play is my question. Chris, I just want to know, and Alex, what are you guys? And then Brian, jump in. He's not happy, but he's getting paid his $10 million. He's going to do, I would assume he would be a pro and go out there and, 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 and play hard. Does it affect the team? Because without Barkley, I feel like this is a six or seven win team without Barkley. Chris. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I feel like when my opinion, when Barkley's on the field with his teammates, he's going to give you a hundred percent to, to a man, he's going to give a hundred percent. I, and I know Ryan said, don't, don't worry about it, but I would be concerned if, 
after the, the regular season and the playoffs came and they made it, maybe I, he does sit out. I, I don't know. But I think if he's on the field, he's going to give 100%. Um, he knows that tag's coming next year. Again. Alex, how many games do they win without Saquon? No, I think you're right around – I think I think like six, seven games is about the best you can do without Saquon there. But I also think this is a Giants team that's been like – like you used your best player when Dable takes over the team. You're, you're building – like Daniel started throwing the ball more as the season went on. I think you're going to see a lot more throwing this season, whereas it's not just relying on Saquon like it used to be. I think Saquon's going to sign the tag eventually. I don't know when. Uh, I think he's going to play, but I think, like, yeah, he's going to play 110% like he always does. And then, like, yeah, he's probably going to get the tag again. He knows all that's coming. But, like, now we got him playing on a contract year again. So he's got another reason to show us, like, maybe maybe you can get paid like that. So, like, if you want to look at it that way, you can look at it kind of like Lamar did. I don't think he would sit out a playoff game or anything like that. I don't think that's why Lamar sat out. But, but yeah, I I think Saquon's going to find – I feel like – I, I just like to think we're going to laugh back at, at this and be like, remember when we uh, freaked out when Saquon didn't sign the, he didn't get the new deal and then they still made the playoffs and they were still fine. And like Dable kept things rolling. Like, I, I think that that's like, we've, we've got a new GM, we've got a new regime that I, I trust. And I think that they like, this is not ideal obviously, but I think they can get through this and like the seat, we've got so much left of this season. So like, yeah, they, they can turn things around or keep things going. Really. They don't, they've not lost anything right now. Yeah, yeah I, I wouldn't question his effort. I think he'll give you a hundred and whatever ten. Uh, what, sometimes a hundred ten is less than a hundred twenty, right? Why not a hundred twenty? Why not a hundred thirty percent? Um, two hundred. Yeah, yeah, two hundred percent. Yeah, a thousand. So um, <laughs> I think he'll give you, you know, what he's got his best. Uh, I went through the list today of running backs who missed training camp for a contract dispute. A lot of them don't play the next season. Saquon is at working his butt off in at Exos, one of the premier facilities in Arizona. It's still not quite the same. Speed work is still not quite the same as football work. So I do think you have to worry about like how healthy will he be? How ready will he be to rejoin the teammates and the pounding of football and all that stuff? Do you think you got to worry about that? I mean, I don't question his effort for a second, but mm-hmm. I do think you have to worry about, Speed training is not the same as football training. So him missing training camp, a lot of these guys, I have a list here of guys. It doesn't tell you exactly who, uh, how many games they missed. But uh, Alvin Kamara in 2020 missed training, missed four days of training camp. Melvin Gordon missed the first four games, all of training camp in four games. Ezekiel Elliott missed all of training camp. Le'Veon Bell missed the whole season. Maurice Jones-Drew missed all of training camp. Chris Johnson missed all of training camp. Steven Jackson, 27 days. So, like, there's a lot of examples of running backs who don't come to training camp because of holdouts, and a lot of them don't play a full season. Yeah, because they get hurt because they don't have the they're, – they're not doing the football workout. They're just doing the gym workout, so to speak. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, no, no doubt about it. Like, I mean, again, he's still the face of the franchise. You need to have, you know, so he ain't got, I mean, in some regards, yes, but he isn't going to be on a billboard this year. They're going to put somebody else on the, they're going to put Dexter Lawrence on their billboards and like and Jones. You know, or yep, Jones and, yeah. yeah. And Jones. And like, I don't, and he's required to speak to us once a week. I don't know that they'll put him out there more than once a week. Uh, I don't think he'll be quite as it quite as visible. I'm not, Look, he cares deeply about his community, so I think he'll still do all the community stuff. But the media won't probably won't be there with photography to do all that, to shoot it all. 
So I just think you'll see a less visible Saquon Barkley. And that's what makes somebody the face of the franchise. And I'll be interested. You know what I might do as a week one story, guys? I might go around the stadium and pull like what got what names are on the back of jerseys and see if his is still the most popular. In fact, you know what? Stand at the gate and chart it. I'll even I'll even do this for you, Ryan. If you if you want if you want a you know a, a man on the street, so I have season tickets. I'll literally take pictures and tabs for you from the parking lot and send it to you. Do it. Do it. I'm because I'm going to bet it's a a a less popular Jersey now than it was, you know, last year. I, I, I remember uh, you brought up a Yankee reference, Ryan, a little bit ago, and I'm sure uh, Chris, you'll remember this. Andy Pettit went to the Astros. Yep. And Andy Pettit was like, was like one of my favorite players of all time. And then I went out the minute he was gone. I was pissed. There was no reason why Andy Pettit didn't come back. Right. I went out and bought a Houston Astros hat. I wore it everywhere I went. I wore it to like 10 Yankees games that year. And everyone was like Astros. I'm like, it's my homage to, to letting go of the, like the second best lefty pitcher they've had in the last 20 years. Right. Um, So I'm like, I kind of feel that you're going to get some people that buy Saquon jerseys just to be like, He's still our guy. And then you're going to have people that go like this. Yeah. I got to well, find somebody new. Yep. Here's, well, here's the flip side. He shows up before week one. There might be a lot of jerseys in the stands then. If he, if, you know, comes in with the grand entrance uh, a few yeah. days before Dallas. Yeah. Imagine that. He actually has a good game and scores a couple touchdowns. I mean. The social media reaction seems to be two things. Like the older Giants fan seems to be very worried that I could tell from my email and some uh, texts and so and some social media. The older Giants fan, I think, is worried. Did we just become a worse team today? And the answer is yes. Like the the answer is yes. The Giants are a worse team. Uh, the younger Giants fan, I think, is like yes. We have a GM who gets it. Analytics. He's not. He's managing with his mind, not his heart. So the younger Giants fan is thrilled today. The older Giants fan, I think, is a little heartbroken. So like. It's a pretty split down the middle, I think. Well, mm-hmm. Ryan, remember, the older Giants fan has been sitting through losing for quite some time. The younger Giants fan is like this, okay, so we lost when I was in middle school. That's so it. we lost when I was a baby and my dad was young. And now they're like, okay, you know, now I'm I'm, 15, I'm 18, I'm 22. We That's went it. to the playoffs. Anal- okay. Analytics. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm sitting here alone like this. Yeah. Analytics, computer guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Plug and play. Absolutely great, Alex. You're part of that crew. So, do you have an old soul? Are you about the analytics, or are we a better or a worse team, Alex? Because you, fit Jonathan that- Stewart. Jonathan Stewart hasn't lost. Oh, uh, dude. Mm. I read. I read. I, heard, uh, I, I, think, I think. I think somebody put that Dave Gettleman quote on Reddit today, and so the comment below is just like, "I wish I could. I wish I didn't know how to read." So I didn't have to read that last comment. Uh, but uh, no, I mean, I think we got like, you're obviously worse without Saquon. There's no, there's no question about that. But I think that like what the giants did, I don't think that like you saw none of the tagged guys got, got new deals today. So I don't think what they did is, is any different than that. And maybe that you can, you can argue that the giants is a different situation, but I think the giants are going to be a team that's, that's not built to just run through Saquon this year. I think they're a team that's going to be built. Like you signed Daniel Jones to run your offense through Daniel Jones. Did you not? Like that's, no, that, that's why no, you pay the, no. the quarterback the money. That's what I think gonna, is going to happen. Yeah. I, no, agree. But when you, I agree. I just don't know if it's going to work. 
I just look back at how like uh, Dable kind of did it in Buffalo, and maybe that's just me, which doesn't like it, it doesn't always add up that way. But like they had an RBC in, in in Buffalo his entire time there, and they ran through the quarterback. And yeah, you had Josh Allen, but if you, if you paid Daniel Jones, like like you know you, you wanted to be Josh the Josh Allen, Allen of this offense, build that stuff around him. If Wait, Daniel, hang on a minute. If, if, Daniel Jones Darius, if Daniel Jones and Darius Slayton or Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs, you made the right call. Yeah, that's what I was just gonna say. Like, did we did we stumble on Stefan Diggs? Well, Jalen Hyatt, Jalen Hyatt, Stefan Diggs. You just sure. we'll see, you it. Right. see this. Dude. No, yo, if he turns out to be Stefan Diggs, dude, like I'll. I'll is it I don't really think that, that, but like that would be sick. And if I do that, <laughs> please clip this. Yeah, exactly. We'll be like, you actually called this way back in July. <laughs> All right, Ryan. So what does it look like moving forward for the Giants? What do you guys got? If you're gonna ask this question a thousand times for the next you know, 200 days. What's the other storyline coming out of the Giants building right now? Is there one? Uh, I've been so focused on this. I don't, I mean, we're, we'll get to camp and then camp has other things, right? Camp has position, but who's going to be the slot corner. How, how good is Evan Neal? Um, uh, who's going to replace love at the back safety. You need like three guys to replace everything. Julian love did special teams. Uh, uh, safety blitzer. You need all like three things to do everything Julian Love did. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, who's gonna? The, they're incredibly. I don't think they're they have a number one, but they're deeper than they've ever been in my six years at wide receiver. So like, who's they're gonna cut a guy at wide receiver who would have been like the number two wide receiver like two years ago? That, that's where I was just gonna go. If we're gonna wrap this up with one question, it's. Who who we have twelve wide receivers in the room. Who are the who are the six, maybe seven? Who makes it? So are we assuming everybody's healthy week one? Because yeah. like no, yeah. well we know Wondell Robinson is not going to be healthy week one. Be pup. So are you putting him on IR or pup? Pup, because yeah, of, yeah, pup. I would think. Well, then then he can't practice at he all. Practice, right, right. Yeah. So, I'll, so I'll give it to you two different ways. So the receipt, let me pull up the roster so I don't miss anybody. Because there's uh, some guys on the back end like Pope and, and Pippleton that I would assume won't make it. Yeah, but I don't want to miss anybody. Okay, so the six guys are Slayton, guaranteed. Um, Hyatt, guaranteed. Hodgins, guaranteed. That's three, that's, uh, three guaranteed, right? Hyatt, Hodgins, Slayton are the three guaranteed on the roster yep uh so if everybody's healthy the other three guys oh and campbell is guaranteed that's four mm-hmm. so four guaranteed so if everybody is healthy the other two are easy it's uh it's shep and wandale and then you have a seventh guy whether that's jeff smith for special teams or colin johnson because he is uh a practice monster so I mean, he he just he run he destroys practice every day. But Jones throws everything to him. He catches everything. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. So uh, those are your seven guys. You can so start. Out, to- so <laughs> well, uh, like out is uh, Pope, White Pope, Pippleton, uh, and Crowley. Bryce and Bryce Ford Wheaton. So oh, I forgot about him. Who could who so, could be practice squad? Yeah, if he clears, if he, yeah, yeah, if he, if he, he clears waivers. So. Then you could start to say, well, Shep and Wandale might be on some list, so they're not on roster spots. So then you could say, well, Johnson's a definite. Then you could fit in Bryce Ford Wheaton. 
then you're looking at, well, who's the returner? So maybe it's Pimpleton, yeah. Pimpleton or Mickens. Uh, I, I think David Sills' time in the sun has passed. Uh, and then, uh, and then, like I said, Jeff Smith's an interesting option because of special teams. Yeah. Ryan, do you think Crowder has a good shot of making the team just because of punt return duties? I don't. I don't. I just think he's a, another slot receiver on a team with a lot of other slot receivers. Uh, I think he would, again, I think he would have been like the number two receiver like couple years two ago. years ago, or even maybe a lot. I mean, they were throwing a CJ board and, and Richie uh, James. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I just think he's on the team at the wrong time. Yeah. I, I see him almost sliding in for Wandell. And then when Wandell comes back, maybe then he, he goes. So I think that Wandell spot opens up one potential. Spot. Yeah. But that, that again, they could use Hyatt and Shep in the slot. And then it opens up a spot for Colin Johnson on the outside. Right. So. Yeah. Good point, man. This is good stuff. I and I know it's been a long day. I appreciate you know yeah. you uh, you being Thank a man you, of your word and coming down with us. We've always had you a- guys are very smart to book me out of time. If you asked me this morning, I would have said no. Yeah, could you imagine? <laughs> it could work out any better. Well, very <laughs> smart planning to say, you know what, we're going to book this guy on the day he's going to break news. That's a good. That's well, good I can't quite give myself all that credit, but I do know that. You and I chat sometimes or back and forth or DM once in a while. I know how busy you are. So I'm like, all right, haven't had Ryan on in a while. Um, so, and I promoted because we had Mike and McFadden last week and you this week. So I figured if I'm going to do back to back, I better pre-plan. So I, I can't take too much credit for being smart, but he's a guy to watch. McFadden's a guy. I didn't mention him. You mentioned the Jared Davis injury. That's Beavers and McFadden are the two guys they want to battle for that job. Nick, you know, they, they're the two next. You know, they'll have some veteran in there. You know, they'll bring in a new guy, but they really want Beavers or McFadden to be the number two inside line. Mm-hmm. He was a, you know, you gave me a great compliment, you know, about the guys we, we, we interview. He was, Ryan, he was a great interview. Like, he, like, I didn't, I thought he was going to be kind of shy. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I don't think I've ever talked to him. So. He's, he's quite charismatic and funny. Okay. You know, uh, we, we had a blast with him, right? He, he, uh, Again, I I thought he was just going to be kind of quiet and shy, but you start talking to him and he got going. He was pretty good. Cool. So, well, look, Ryan, enjoy the rest of your week. Good luck with the saga that will never end. (laughs) We charge Um, a battery. You know, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go have some chicken scampi right now. I haven't had anything to eat since like noon. So, you guys, you guys, stay on, Ryan. We'll, uh, you know, we always me and you connect. So, thanks for hanging out with. Everybody, make sure you're following Ryan. Make sure you guys, you know, check this out on all the podcast platforms. And uh, we're going to let you go, Ryan. Thank you very much. Always a pleasure. Uh, and appreciate you being a friend of the show. Thanks, guys. Thanks for Thank having you, me. Ryan. Oh, you Thanks, you Ryan. Thank you guys you. do a great job. See Thank you. you. Appreciate it, Ryan. All right, you two guys I have a question for before we let it, everybody go is, okay, we got a lot of information from Ryan Dunleavy from the Post. Alex, I'm going to start with you. Give me your synopsis of how the season unfolds because it's a big deal. Whether happy, not happy, whatever. What Do you see this at all changing the outlook of what fans think will happen this year? I think um, everything that Dable and, and them have kind of put in, like they've changed the culture in a year, and that's kind of overcoming whatever the adversity is. We saw with having zero wide receivers last year, they kind of did that. I get the schedule is more difficult. I think Saquon signs the franchise tender. He's going to show up maybe the first couple of weeks, go a little bit rougher than we hope. I'd still think they're like nine and eight. 
They're nine and eight team. We'll be we'll be knocking on the door for the playoffs. I uh, I, I completely believe in this team. I think like we're going to see Jones. We're going to see that passing game take the next step. And uh, and I don't think we're going to have to rely on the running back as much as we did last season. Which you know then we can ease Saquon back in if, if he misses training camp and whatnot. Chris, defensive wise, our defense, even though it was a wink defense, didn't have the greatest stats in the world. Mm-hmm. Um. Is this going now? You lose it. You got you signed Dexter. He's happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you signed uh, uh, Leonard Williams' best friend, so he's happy, right? Mm-hmm. You bring in the best linebacker, Okereke, you know, from for free agency, but you lose a big guy like Love, which you heard Ryan say the guy does pretty much everything. Does the defense make a leap, you know, this year? It does. If Aziz stays healthy, Adjulari needs to stay on that field and be a part of that defense moving forward and not be, uh, you know, banged up. I think it does. I think it does. And I, I and don't sell yourself short on Bobby McCain. I think he's going to do a, a, a great job, whether he's back there with Belton uh, and McKenney. I think you're going to see a lot of rotation between the safeties, even Pinnock. So uh, I think a lot relies, and I think th- Tibbs, you know, you're going to see him grow leaps this year. But I think Aziz Adjulari is the – is the big question mark whether he stays healthy and makes this uh, defensive line pass rush move. All right, well, let's do this. One, uh, housekeeping-wise, nygiantsrush.com. Guys, there is all our interviews are there. The rush hour stuff with Nikki is there. Um, the store is there. If you want to buy if you want to buy gear, you know, you can buy it on the store that's there. Um, I definitely have to do a better job of putting more content up there for you. But the truth, as you guys know, Michael Stewart bangs out articles like it's nobody's business. So there's always some type of content up there. Explore the site. We've got photos up there, interviews up there, all sorts of cool stuff. Breakdown on the draft picks there. So check out nygiantsrush.com. Secondly is all the channels. We need you to help us. Go to YouTube. Subscribe. Bang. Hit the button. It says subscribe. That helps you know when we release new content. And that helps us on the back end. Instagram, nygiants underscore rush. I have 10,000 of you people follow me and only 500 of you are on Instagram. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, follow us. All this stuff helps us not only stay in touch with you guys, but now we've got threads, right? If Twitter for any reason goes away because all this crazy Elon Musk thing, how are we going to get in touch with you folks? How are we going to have that connection? It's, it's Instagram and it's threads now, right? Same company, Mm -hmm. right? So please create a threads account. Follow us on Instagram. We don't want to lose you guys for any crazy reasons. Twitter just blows up one day or you guys get sick of using it. We don't want to lose contact with all you folks. So you guys are uh, are great to us. We appreciate all the support. Um, And Craig, one last thing when you're done. I I believe rookies report tomorrow. Just to put put a a bow on it. I think rookies report tomorrow. Rookies report tomorrow. We had a great rookie draft class. Kind of excited about that. Don't listen to the noise, people. Stop listening to Skip Bayless and stop listening to Callan Cowherd. They they don't know Jack. Like, they're just basically saying enough things to piss you off. So you'll dial in, you'll comment. They know nothing. Today, Cowherd was saying that Jones still sucks. Like, I mean, like, 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 we're past all this now, right? I mean, like, the guy's here. And he's going to be a better quarterback. And he was the best option for the New York Giants. And that's mm-hmm. it. So uh, follow Alex. Follow Chris. 
Rush Hour for you fantasy football people uh, is off this week. We got some, uh, we're tweaking Rush Hour. We got some new things in the works that we're working on. Um, again, don't forget to download the Chuck app for all you folks that think you know more sports than me, Alex or Chris. Download the Chuck app. Play Chuckle. It's all it is. It takes five minutes or less to play the daily sports trivia game. Guarantee you once you play it once, every day you will play it. It's way addicting, and there's a handful of you guys out there that were going back and forth on who wins the day, who wins the internet that day. So appreciate it. Oh, Alex is falling asleep. He's had a long day. No, 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 no. Um, it was a nine beers he had before the show. Um, <laughs> it was a hundred beers. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> then you probably have to pee. No. So all right, I know I'm having fun with you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Lastly, YouTube channel Giants Rush. Go there, subscribe. If you're just an audio person, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon uh, Music, Stitcher, Apple Pods, just go there. All those interviews and content, it's all there. You want to see the Mike and McFadden interview? Why are you not downloading, uploading, and sharing Mike and McFadden? We're doing it for you. So I have one more interview to announce because for you old heads, as as, as uh, Cold would say, um, Bayer Pascal. Uh, tight end for the two. I'm pretty sure he was there for a good six years, but he definitely won a Super Bowl ring in 2011. Uh, Mr. Rodeo, he is going to be coming on in a couple of weeks. So we got Bear Pascal lined up. He should be a lot of fun. And we're working on a couple other guests. So thanks for hanging out. We ran nine minutes long. I apologize. Bang. We love all you guys. Follow these peeps up. Um, and then, of course, if you want something that, um, yeah, I know, Cold. I messed the Emmett Smith thing up. I know, Cold. A lot of kids, right? I know. Cold's killing me. Let me put this up here so you know how much Cold loves it, to kill me. It began then, with an E. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was Alex. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Alex. Thank you for backing me up. Good show. Took off some points for Craig asking about I know. I know. I, I didn't mean. Yeah, I know. You win. I think I said Jimmy Johnson when I was talking about Nick Saban, too. And I just kind of had to eat that. So. Yeah. See, there you go. He's got a young, <laughs> fresh mind right there. It's not diluted and, and old like mine, cold. Anyway, you guys are the best. Always appreciate you guys. Bang. Have a great night. We will see you guys soon. Peace out.